Hello, and welcome to the NatureWise podcast. We're talking about ancient wisdom, natural intelligence, and the regenerative revolution with inspiring guests, tips, tools, and stories that reconnect you to nature's wisdom and your inner wisdom. Thank you for spending some time with us today. Let's get started. Good morning and happy Shamanic Sundays. Buenos dias. Good morning. Hi, Dad. Hey. How are you today? I'm good. I'm good to see you. Glad to see you. Okay. Welcome to our to our visitors who are joining today. Yeah, absolutely. Our, I'd say community, not visitors. Yeah, our relatives. That didn't feel right our when relatives. I said our visitors. <laughs> it was like some foreign thing, you know. It's like we're all totally. relatives. We're building spiritual community. That's why we're doing this. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Doing this to to share the teachings that that you've been given and that you've you've um, learned and passing on from your teachings and our indigenous mentors and elders and teachers. Thank you to to each of them that that we have worked oh. with and directly and to those who um yeah all who come before us so much gratitude and and um would you start us off today um with a little prayer of it doesn't have to be little but a prayer of gratitude as we (laughs) start in a spirit of sacred reciprocity giving thanks before we we ask for more yeah before we open to more yeah. yeah well you mentioned ancestors and we wouldn't be here without our ancestors so let's just take a moment here to to drop in in whatever way that has meaning for you to drop into deeper awareness to connect with the truth. I always like to try to work with things that are true, at least in my experience. And and, um, and the more we put our attention or more I put my attention into things that are true, the juices up the pipes. The more I put, a, put attention into things that aren't true, thought forms that aren't true, it congests the pipe. So putting, putting, uh, thought form of awareness, energy, consciousness into into expressing uh, gratitude, thanksgiving to our ancestors going back in time. We wouldn't be here without you. Thank you for your sacrifices. Thank you for your wisdom. Thank you for all your prayers and ceremonies and initiatory experiences for the young people passing on that wisdom from one generation to the next to give us our turn here now and gratitude for the ancestors, spirits of the land we're living on for me here in Santa Barbara, the Chumash people, and remember Grandfather Simu in the spirit world, and and gratitude for all the ancestor spirits, Chumash here, and for the Chumash people living here. And gratitude to the ancestor spirits of, the, of your lineage and where you're living. And thank you for giving us this opportunity to do our part, to wake up, wise up, and to live love now. May it be so. Oh. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. So um, we did get a question this week. um, And, and it was about um, permanence. I don't remember the exact question, but it was because it was, it was a little vague. It was um, Shauna L. Yep, there it is. Shauna L. um, asking, can you talk a little bit on permanence and a healthy relationship to permanence? So that was super interesting. Um, Also the timing, because I found out um, one of my uh, dearest friends um, 
is, is um, had a recurrence of uh, the cancer that she's been dealing with. And so mm-hmm. it brought up for me when I saw that question, um, the, you know, obvious question of death and dying and, and then kind of extrapolating that out to, to how much we fight for things, how much we let them go, how much like that balance of trust and faith versus, you know, paddling to get where you want to go. Um, and, and every shamanic ceremony that, that I've done, one of the most helpful, um, instructions, principles that I've been giving, given, um, by you or, um, and other teachers is to really surrender into the medicine, um, that, that you're being given. <clears throat> so, um, wonder if you could talk about permanence, death, dying, fighting, surrendering, all that circle. Just kind of minor stuff. Yeah. You know. Kind of minor. But stuff. nevertheless, let's take a stab at it. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. So permanence, permanence, how to have a good relationship with permanence. I think the best way to have a good relationship with permanence is to know um, that on the material uh, level of, of quote unquote appears to be objects, including us, <clears throat> there's no such thing as permanence. Everything is impermanent. Everything that comes into material form, physical form, has a particular uh, time that it's going to be doing its vibrational dance in a particular pattern, identified as a human being, as you, as a mountain, as a rain cloud, as a flower, as a hummingbird, as, as a rock, as whatever. The universe itself, all in, in, in fact, uh, constant change. The change might be in really subtle levels below the awareness of, of ordinary consciousness, but it's all a dance. It's an ongoing vibrational dance, in and out, open and closing. So um, there is nothing permanent on the physical plane, including us. And so if, if, the, if the identity, uh, if, if my identity is just on my physical body, then when it starts to change, as in the aging process, it certainly is for me now, um, and eventually uh, dissolves the, and, and merges back into the field in which it came from. If my identity is just with my my uh, human body, the container of my spirit, uh, my life force energy for for a period of time, then it's going to be pretty scary. Uh, ah, that's all I know. My ego identity and all its stories and relationship to it. And I'm much, uh, the truth is, I'm much, much more than that. And so there is something that is permanent in a universe of impermanence. The irony is there is something, but it's not actually a thing. It's, It's the process itself of change, of ongoing change. So not to hold on to unless we want to create more tension for ourselves, holding on to something that's in movement. It's, it's, it's like, like going to a river, you know, a river um, up in the Sierra after the big snow melts in the spring. Those rivers are just raging, and raging, just roaring. Wow, such, such great power. And it'd be like trying to step into that river and, and uh, stop it. Just stand out in the river and try to stop. Well, I, I don't like the way you're going or I don't like the fact that you're going. Or, and so I'm going to go out there and try to, try to stop you. That well, would work. You're going to get swept away. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's yeah. not a that's very not an effective strategy that's going to help you achieve your goal. So take another look at your your goal. Uh, and so if our if our goal is to um, consciously, unconsciously or unconsciously um, identify with and, and, and serve ego, um, 
and and think that's all there is to us when that starts to go as it will eventually um <clears throat> then there's more pain and suffering with with the experience of the death of all of that and so um how to be in a good relationship with uh, an impermanent uh, universe metaphorically is, is that river instead of you step into it instead of trying to stop it or divert its flow open to the power of that flow and if you wade out a little further into the river you can you can, you can get caught up in that current but if, if you if you do it consciously you can surrender into that current face downstream those of you who've been on white water runs and got the instructions about how to be if you get dumped in the river uh, get your feet downstream and let the current carry you and use your legs as you head up toward a rock the current carries you to a rock to bounce off the rock and back into the main current and let it carry you until eventually you'll hit an eddy, a calm spot in the river, and you'll be able to swim to the side. So surrendering into the flow of the universe instead of trying to fight it, and surrendering it not with with a passive uh, passive unconsciousness, but pay attention. Like you're in that white, you got dumped out of the boat, and this huge power's carrying you downstream. So turn around and face where you're going. See where you're going. And be prepared to make the changes you need to make, given the obstacles of challenges of the rocks and the river, metaphorically, literally, uh, so you can create relationship to them and instead of getting hurtfully smashed into them, you can see them, you can prepare your body, you get your legs out, extend it out in front of you to bounce off the rock, back into that downstream current, relax into it, and, and enjoy the ride until you get to the... Um, until you get to where there's an eddy and you can, and you can uh, come out and back up on the land and go, wow, that was a good ride. Breathing out with gratitude for uh, the, the, the creative flow of the universe. What, what in the Chinese ancient wisdom tradition, the Tao, the flow of the universe. So um, the question of, of how to uh, create a relationship with, with permanence is to recognize its impermanence. It's always changing and, and, and surrender into that, that flow of change that's um, been around for a long time, knows how to manifest and sustain the universe, knows what it's doing. It's got a lot of mojo. So um, instead of trying to control it, uh, open to its wisdom, and that's what indigenous science and the wisdom of indigenous traditions paying attention to how that river works so you can be in harmony and balance with it and the changes that it makes. That's the essence of what's permanent, constant change, the underlying invisible energy force of the flow of the creative activating power of the universe. Oh, there you go. That's it. There you go. Okay. Game, game over. <laughs> um, I, love, I love that metaphor that you just used of, of um, being in the river. And, and if you get tossed into the, you know, white water and, and finding your feet, getting your feet going downstream first. And it just makes me think of um, actually like in the, in the, my professional experience, when I've been in situations where I'm doing like, you know, media management or situation management and kind of like crisis situations um, and, um, or even on a more positive side, um, like getting ready for a big product launch or something. And it kind of just feels like you're just like, it's just the rapids are just like nonstop. Right. And, 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 and I think one of the reasons I've been 
successful in, in helping clients navigate and, and colleagues navigate in those situations is because I, I always remember like, do no matter how turbulent things are, like do your grounding exercises, you know, start your day with your, your prayer, um, you know, keep drinking water, eating healthy ground, walk barefoot on the ground, like connect to, there's always something um, bigger in the universe happening and remembering that and keeping my feet in front of me going downstream. So that, that totally resonates. Oh. I love that. Thank you. Yeah. And by the way, you just for, for listeners, whoever's listening, Kimberly does an incredible job with all the things she just said, the, <laughs> the, uh, the crisis management and, and the uh, Mark, you know, all that other stuff you just said, does a really good job with it. Thank you. Thank so. you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, but back to, well, I guess it's all, it's all connected, hopefully, and, and everything we share, hopefully it, it resonates and gives you, you some little gifts to take forward in, in the week ahead for our community. But um, I want to go, go a little deeper, um, given, given my friends um, battling with, with facing cancer again, and your lifelong work of, of um, you know, navigating, helping families and children facing life-threatening illness and <clears throat> if you could talk just a little about, um, you know, since our whole process, our whole time here on earth is really about letting go, but it certainly heats up when one is is sick and faced with, with illness. Um, could you talk a little bit about that and, and some of the shamanic principles that, that you have used in your work with, with people um, facing life-threatening situations and illness? That sure. Yeah. From my own experience in, in my own life and working with other people, I don't think we come into, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> into, into full empowerment of our, our vitality and our creative potential of, of living our authentic integral lives until <clears throat> we, we uh, befriend our, our mortality, until we create an ally relationship with the fact, the truth, that we're not going to be here forever in this form, in this way, identified through our personality, our ego, <clears throat> our bodies. We're not going to be here forever. That's truth. And indigenous uh, initiations, experiences with young people, the youngsters are, are introduced to that fact real, real powerfully, that you're not going to be here forever. You're, you're not here by accident. And spirit has something in mind for you in this life or purpose and you're not going to be here forever and it's mystery how long you're here for you don't know that the medicine i call the medicine of death can come and take you me at any time so rather than be in fear and anxiety about that truth um what can I, how can I use that fact? How can I create relationship to that fact of my own impermanence and the mystery of the timing of how long I'm here for? How can I, how can I create a response to that fact, a relationship with it that empowers me in my living? Well, <clears throat> one way uh, for me is, um, and for whoever I'm working is, working within the moment of the situation is we're alive in this moment right now we are alive in this moment and on some level of consciousness we're making a choice with that breath that comes into us for as long as we're alive about how we use it to use the instrumentality of our mind empowered by that that life force energy coming in 
uh, through the breath from the creator, <clears throat> that choice we're making, either uh, opening our awareness to spirit's presence, to love's presence, or it's closing our, our, our constricting our awareness, the bandwidth of our awareness and consciousness to a very narrow bandwidth of identity through the, the body and the ego, which impoverishes our lives. <clears throat> and if I <clears throat> own, take responsibility for owning the truth, I don't know how long I'm gonna be here. I wanna create with that breath that I'm given, the, the richest, most vital, juicy experience of being alive in the moment that I can with whomever I'm with and whatever I'm doing and wherever I am. Because I don't know after this act whether there'll be another one. The truth is this act, whatever it is I'm doing. I'm going over to Kimberly's. Okay, thank you. Uh, is, is the last uh, act I'm, I'm going to do. It could be that. So let me really be present for it. And... Uh, and uh, like squeeze the, the juice out of it, you might say, to get a, to get and give all that I can. And the best way to, to get, of course, is the irony instead of asking for, but is to give. And what's the best thing I've got to give? The best thing I've got to give is, is, is love and support and kindness and, and, and celebration of this life we're sharing in this moment. And what's the highest potential? of our joining together in this situation now. How can we best, how might we best open the doorway to bring through what, what can really enrich this moment of our being alive and being together here right now? Opening heart, mind, body, spirit, opening our awareness to the presence of infinite, unconditional light and love. Opening our awareness to that, merging into that truth, getting juiced by it, and being a channel for it, sending it out to each other sending it out to whoever the wisdom guidance in our heart and being alive in the moment says, hey, this person or this situation or this, this animal or this plant or this part of the ocean or the planet or whatever uh, could use some, some healing light and love, some support and kindness and, and affirmation and validation of the beauty of its being. And the more, we, we, the more I send that kind of energy out, it's in the act of giving that I'm already receiving it because there's on the deepest level, there's no separation between the giving and receiving. It's all one. It's all alacha. It's all sacred unity. So sitting with our, the eventuality of our own physical death or we're with someone else and we love to be fully present with our feelings and give ourselves permission to have whatever feelings of sadness, loss, grief, whatever feelings come up for us to, to, to allow them to have... Um, to be expressed in a responsible way and remember that uh, being alive in this moment is the only time I can experience whatever I want to experience. So making a conscious choice. What do I want to co-create with spirit, with the breath coming in from spirit as my experience in this moment? And that, that uh, the manifestation of that choice is, gonna, is dependent on, on uh, what I focus on. Do I focus just on uh, myself, my ego identity, and enhancing it and getting, gimme, 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 my, my, my? Uh, that'll bring some level of satisfaction, but it's not going to bring soul satisfaction. It's gonna, not going to bring heart satisfaction. What's going to bring that, what's going to nurture our hearts and our souls is when we, we take responsibility for that potential we're given in being alive here on Mother Earth to, uh, to activate our, our awareness connection with the truth that we're connected with that infinite light, cosmic, creative wisdom, power, beauty, 
energy of the universe, light and love, Allah, aloha, cosmic love, be a channel for it out to all our relations and, and with the, the holding the dream of the possibility of the healing of this sacred who? The healing, meeting all these challenges that we're facing now in our lives and on the planet, is it's possible with great spirit's guidance to create responses to all of these situations that heals the wounds and the causes of the wounds that lead to the hurtful behaviors and to create a healthy and just and diverse and, and happy and beautiful win-win world for all. It's possible for us to create that if we... If we uh, if we open up to holding that as an intention, recognizing Allah, our sacred unity, and surrender ourselves to spirit to be used in precisely that process for the healing of the, the sacred who. So may it be so for all of us. And the, the, the wisdom of indigenous <clears throat> science and, and, and uh, cosmology is the recognition that for all we're given, we need to give back. We need to give back gratitude. And that's what juices that, that the, the creative powers of the universe to keep giving to us in, in sustaining and creating a, a healthy and just and beautiful win-win world. That's, that's what's possible. And every breath that comes in, being alive, this is our opportunity to do it. Whether I've got two more breaths left or 20 years or two more centuries, whatever, I'm alive now, this is all I've got, use it use it wisely and in that way befriending our mortality that i'm not here forever so don't waste this moment with with putting my energy into bullshit thoughts that aren't based on the truth and reality of how we're all connected the essence of our being is love and wake up wise up live love now in this moment being alive for fullest blossoming greatest good may it be so hey oh wop bop a loo bop <laughs> thank you you're welcome. Shauna na into the moment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> um, yeah, thank you. That that's all really good um and helpful. And I think um the con like you know, you mentioned about gratitude and and that concept opening up for more love and healing and peace and all that. Um but I also know that um you know, when, when one is, I mean, I'm super grateful that I don't know this directly, but, um, from people very close to me, um, you know, being diagnosed with, with cancer, um, and other experiences that feel life-threatening, um, that, you know, it's hard to stay in that place of gratitude when you're really physically suffering, you know, yeah. um, and, yeah. and, um, and so for this, our, our visualization for this week, we always do one on Shamanic Sundays. Um, I wonder if you could lead us into um, a visualization about when we're feeling suffering, um, whatever it is, not, not even necessarily as extreme as a life-threatening situation, but things that are threatening um, just our sense of well-being in the week ahead. Um, that could also be applied when, when, um, you know, we're facing real physical suffering too. So if you could lead us through some of that and helping us find strength for the week ahead tools to access strength for the week ahead. Oh. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Let's Thank drop you. in here and listen and see what comes through. How to create a relationship response <clears throat> with, um, 
with physical, mental, emotional suffering, spiritual suffering, is is the question that's being asked, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, to bring awareness, um, first of all, every, the reminder: everything starts with intention. So, whatever the 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 experience of that suffering is, um, it is. The fact is, it's happening. It's happening. And our awareness is experiencing it in whatever ways it is. So, just allowing ourselves initially to notice what that experience of suffering is, is, is like, the sensations of it, the feelings of it with compassion and tenderness for ourselves and the fragility uh, of, of, uh, of uh, our, our bodies, the fragility of it, tremendously strong in some ways and also very, very tender and fragile. So just noticing the experience and, and whatever it is that pain or suffering, <clears throat> noticing that with the breath out, there's literally energy leaving our body that's no longer needed. So I can breathe into that. <clears throat> pain or suffering and just let some of it out with the breath leaving carrying away what's no longer needed and to whatever degree i'm able to breathe into the pain and let go with the breath leaving it opens up a little more space with the next breath coming in which is clean totally clean, pure energy from the universe, healing light and love, and just sending it down to that place where, where the suffering is, where the physical suffering and pain is, just sending healing light and love down into that, into that place. And asking myself the question, asking ourselves the question, might it be possible, might it be possible for me to create a, a, a way of being with the suffering that, that um, I'm experiencing right now that, that actually grows me in ways I want to grow. Might I want to grow in deeper um, faith and trust than I might, for instance, um, hold a thought in my mind that this pain and suffering, uh, I'm reminded when a year or so ago, when I had my motorcycle wreck of my own fault and was lying in the street and couldn't move in tremendous pain, waiting for the ambulance to get there. And I was, uh, the, the, my higher self gave me the thought of, uh, and um, in addition to sending healing light and love into those places that are screaming out in pain right now, you can also <clears throat> open your mind to that there's some life enhancing teaching or medicine lesson trying to come through this, this, this pain, the intensity of this pain is really got your intention, right? Pain gets our intention. So giving my full attention to it, uh, trying to work with it, breathing in, breathing out, and then opening to what is it that might be trying to come through here? What lesson or teaching that if I get it is gonna enhance my experience of being alive, even while this pain may continue to be there. What is it that might be trying to come through right now 
And so what came through for me that in that painful state, uh, <clears throat> and even after they took me to the hospital in, in the emergency room and gave me medication to help the pain, meth, meth, whatever it was, and it wasn't helping. The pain was like way beyond what they were giving me. And uh, it, was, it, was, it was a hell realm. It was a hell bardo state. Uh, again, there was, there was a recognition that um, while that uh, painful situation is taking place, I'm aware of it. My awareness is experiencing it, but it's not me. It is not me. It is not that experience of pain and suffering and fear and anxiety. That's not the essence of who I am. It's happening. My awareness is noticing it, but it's not who I am. So that in itself is waking up, using the pain and the suffering to wake up. There's more to me than my physical body and what it's going through that my awareness is experiencing now. There's way more to me. And so the waking up is connecting with that larger essence of who I am that, that existed before the awareness of my being came into the physical container of my body. And when my body goes, dissolves its, its, uh, its physical form and merges back into the infinite field from which it came, there's a sense of peace that can start to come through a little bit, a little bit of ease. It's, oh yeah. My, my physical body, I came into this life to have a physical experience, uh, to have, a, have an experience of, of, of the, on the physical plane. I'm having it right now through my, my body. And how can I be with it as skillful as I can, as tenderly, as, 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 uh, as responsibly as I, <clears throat> as I can, and work with it as best I can, getting the help I need to deal with it, and using my conscious breath in and out to work with it, and opening to waking up. There's more to me. There's more to me. This is not happening by accident. It is a vehicle of opportunity to to wake up to that deeper connection and get the lesson, the medicine that's trying to come through. <clears throat> and what came through that so clearly for me was, while all this is suffering is taking place in intense agony and pain, Tomas, you can still, you can still, you have everything you need open your heart and send healing light and love out to other people other people who may be suffering in pain even more than you are send out that healing light and love and send it out into the world send it out into mother earth and all the beings in the world and all the people uh, suffering from repression dis discrimination violence abuse uh, all the people around the world suffering send out some of that healing light so as i do that i start doing that while while still experiencing the pain my energy state starts to change my energy state starts to change it doesn't necessarily make the pain or suffering go away i'm just experiencing more of me in the moment so it's growing my awareness of my interconnectedness with a deeper essence of being of consciousness of spirit that helps me move through the experience. And more often than not, uh, for me, in my experience, opens a doorway, what the Wichos call the Nayarika, for fullest blossoming, greatest good to come through that painful, difficult, and challenging situation. And that enriches our experience of being alive in the moment, even in the midst of the suffering. And I'm reminded of a young boy I worked with well, the Center for Attitudinal Healing with children with life-threatening illness, whatever it was, 40 years ago or whatever, and, um, who was, because of his cancer and close to his dying, was just 
I went to visit him his home. He was going to cross at home. <clears throat> Intense pain and suffering. I mean, it was like really hard to just be there. I just had to keep surrendering and, and opening the spirit as a channel for spirit's healing light and love into him to help me be peaceful there <clears throat> with him. And in the midst of his pain and suffering, he said, uh, I'm using it all. The children should, shall teach them, said uh, said uh, Jesus years ago, be, be like the children to enter the kingdom of heaven. So he was teaching me, and while he was in agonizing pain, uh, <clears throat> he was saying, and he was doing, I'm sending this light out and love to more people out in the world who are suffering. So there was this young teacher in this incredible situation of pain, close to his death, who was showing me, teaching me, this is one of the incidences I talked about in my book I wrote a long time ago. Uh, did they celebrate uh, Christmas in heaven? They asked me by an eight-year-old boy the day before he died. Spiritual rite of passage teachings from children with life-threatening illness. Just available on my website for free. You can go check it out if you want. Is is uh, the ability, no matter what's going on, to access that part of us which is more than our physical bodies are suffering and through that access remembering waking up being a channel for healing light and love through us and out into the world once again for the healing of the sacred hoop may we all be strengthened in in knowing the truth that we have the ability to create responses to whatever our suffering fears and anxieties might be in ways that truly do open the doorway to bring through fullest blossoming, greatest good. May it be so. Oh. Thank you. Hi. Thank you. Appreciate that so much, Poppy. Thank you. Yeah. By the way, that was a beautiful smile on your face when I opened my eyes and looked at you. Oh, thanks. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. Good stuff, as always. Thank you. Thank you to our community out there. No. May we all um, be harbingers of, of love and helping to feel and see the light, no matter what form of suffering we're experiencing in the coming week. Um, or maybe it'll just be an easy one. There's always that possibility, too. <laughs> um, yeah, and how to, how to create ease, yes. you know, another way to put it, work with the vehicles of opportunity that whatever presents itself in our life, how to use it as a vehicle opportunity to create a more easeful experience of being with whatever it is, including yes. our suffering, how oh, to be yeah, a more easeful relationship with it. Right. Of that easeful. May we have easeful responses and to the weekend. <laughs> okay, there you go. May it be so. And get the word out. Um, thank you again for, for sharing. Thank you all for being here. Please um, right. do share Shamanic Sundays with, with anyone you think may benefit from it. And uh, blessings for you in the week ahead. Oh, bye, con Dios. Thank you. Thank you. See you next week. Bye. bye. Thanks again for joining us today. Make sure to check back regularly for more inspiration. And if you enjoyed this, subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and leave a review on Apple Podcasts telling us what you learned. Also, share it with a friend via text or email. Remember, most of all, you are a sacred, worthy, luminous being, and we are so thrilled to share this regenerative journey with you.